Hello. Wherever you're listening to us, I hope you're staying safe and doing well. I'm Hari Arakali and this is today's tech briefing. In today's program, it's a testament to the passion and the dedication of our teams that despite such a tragedy, we have been able to work effectively as a unit and continue our business operations. It's a privilege to lead this team. and uh, i want to place on record the deep appreciation that we have for each and every tcsr and everyone who has stood by us in this challenging period that's after these headlines dealshare a social e-commerce startup for community group buying has raised 144 million dollars in its biggest funding round yet the round was led by tiger global and was co-led by westbridge capital alpha wave incubation a venture fund backed by ADQ and managed by Falconage Capital and Z3 Partners with participation from DST Global, Matrix Partners India and Alteria Capital. With this, the total funding raised by DealShare stands at $183 million. Founded by Vinit Rao, Saurjendu Medda, Sankar Bora and Rajat Shikhar in September 2018, DealShare has built a new retail model for India with a focus on the affordability and price component for the mass consumers. It offers high-quality, low-priced essentials coupled with a gamified, fun and virality-driven vernacular shopping experience that makes it easy for first-time internet users to experience online shopping. Asus, Taiwanese electronics gear company and Flipkart, an e-commerce marketplace, have partnered to launch a new range of products that are designed to be thoughtfully simple and highly affordable the company said in a press release the launch of these products is on july 15th 2021 at 12 noon devik earth a maker of air pollution control equipment has launched a clean air as a service offering with its state of the art air pollution control technology branded as pure skies an affordable plug and play solution clean air as a service offers customers the benefit of improving their ambient air quality without having to go through the hassle of owning or maintaining any equipment subscription to the service is simple with a one time activation fee and a monthly fee thereafter tata consultancy services india's biggest and one of the world's largest it services companies has crossed the half a million employee mark in the 3 months ended june 30th the company said yesterday reporting its fiscal first quarter results TCS saw its sales increase by 4.2% in constant currency over the January to March period excluding India and some emerging markets where the company saw the impact of the second wave of the coronavirus infections including the contraction in those markets constant currency growth overall was 2.5% CEO and MD Rajesh Gopinathan told reporters in a virtual conference yesterday During the June quarter the company booked orders worth 8.1 billion dollars led by a strong show in America its biggest market which accounted for nearly half of those contracts the company also hit 6 billion dollar quarterly revenue run rate in a period that was personally challenging for many employees Rajesh Gopinathan said here are excerpts from Gopinathan's comments in an online conference with reporters yesterday the quarter gone by has been one that has finally balanced between a health crisis and business opportunity in the last 90 days despite our best efforts we sadly lost many tcsers and their loved ones 
it's a testament to the passion and the dedication of our teams that despite such a tragedy we have been able to work effectively as a unit and continue our business operations it's a privilege to lead this team and uh, i want to place on record the deep appreciation that we have for each and every tcsr and everyone who has stood by us in this challenging period the quarter as i said is a finely balanced one on one side we have had strong growth from our core markets whether it be geographical markets like north america which returned to significant growth and overall our core markets and core verticals grew by 4.1% in constant currency terms our challenges in emerging markets primarily led by india resulted in our overall reported growth being at 2.5% in cc terms i'm also happy to say that our operating profit despite our investments in employee benefits and our uh, rolling out wage hikes and promotions as a normal schedule we were able to maintain operating profit at 25.5% and we also generated strong net profit at 9008 crores which is at 19.8% our cash conversion continues to be strong and we converted 114% of our net profit into operating cash reporting and cash from operations of 10296 crores and ending the quarter with 55000 crores of uh, cash in hand as i said the the most uh, encouraging aspect of the performance this quarter has been the strong growth in core markets like north america which grew 4.1% on constant currency terms and uk which continued its growth over the last few quarters registering 3.6% europe coming off a very strong growth in q4 of 8.5% went into a phase of consolidation and grew at 1.5% which is 19% on a year on year basis key verticals like bfsi also strongly get got back into the growth trajectory registering a quarter on quarter constant currency growth of 3.1% retail and cpg continued its growth momentum despite the significant impact that covid had on this industry vertical in the first quarter of last year and now registered its fourth straight quarter of strong sequential growth coming in at 4.4% on a constant currency basis life sciences has been a pillar of strength for us and uh, continued to deliver a very good strong growth momentum growing at 7.3% on a quarter on quarter uh, basis most encouragingly our total customers in the 100 million plus revenue band grew by 2 on a sequential basis to 50 in fact when you look at our customer portfolio now it has surpassed our pre covid highs and shows the strength of the recovery that we are experiencing in our core markets i spoke about the weakness in india which where we have multiple business models operating and certain models like our platform bpo uh, platform ion business bore the brunt of the covid crisis that engulfed the country 
and uh, drag down overall business performance, degrowing by 14% across ION as well as our public sector uh, businesses like Passport Seva Project and other private sector businesses. We have seen recovery in the Indian business towards the end of June and if this trend continues, we are hopeful that we will see an equally strong snapback in the quarter coming. However, we remain very watchful of the situation around us and will be very vigilant in dealing with the emerging health situation. On the health side, we have significantly invested to protect our employees and support them through this period. Our focus this last month and the last few months has been to significantly drive on the vaccination side and uh, I'm happy to say that now more than 70% of our associates have received at least one shot of the vaccine and we are committed to ensuring that we go through with the vaccination plan to the full extent possible. It's been a quarter where our investments in uh, other areas that we have spoken to you about like innovation continued at pace. Our focus on uh, IP creation uh, resulted in our total patents filed inching closer to 6,000 with 110 patents filed during this quarter and even more so, more encouragingly so, 121 patents granted this, year, this quarter bringing our total, uh, total patents granted to 1,971. Our ability to attract and retain the best talent continues and we recruited almost 38,500 people this quarter and uh, crossed a total headcount of 500,000 associates coming in at 509,000 at the end of the quarter. Our industry-leading retention continues with a retention uh, with an attrition rate of 8.6%, which is slowly ticking up in response to the overall demand environment that we see out there. That was Rajesh Gopinathan. Now, if you were born say 40 years ago, you'll probably remember being in school when tele-shopping channels popped up on your television. The mobile internet version of that today will happen on your phone's locked screen. At least that's what Glance, an Inmobi group company, is betting on, given that it's the biggest provider of locked screen content in multiple markets, including India. Glance, which also owns a popular short video app Roposo, is betting that this modern version of retailing will increasingly be what is called creator-led commerce, where talented folk, including celebrities, will entice us to buy everything from mascara to sneakers to what have you. The company expects this to be a multi-billion dollar opportunity. Flush with $145 million in funding from Google and Mithril Capital, which it announced in December, Glance's first big purchase was an e-commerce company, Shop101, last month, which meant it acquired a full-stack online commerce platform. And since Glance didn't want to leave the creative side of things to chance, it has now struck an innovative joint venture with Collective Artists Network, India's largest talent management agency. They announced the partnership earlier this week. Piyush Shah, co-founder of Inmobi and president and COO of Glance, Mansi Jain, general manager at Roposo and Commerce at Glance, and Vijay Subramanyam, co-founder and group CEO of Collective Artists Network, 
explain to me how this all will work. Here's some of that conversation. Clans Collective is a, is a very interesting play where it is linked to our focus on influencer and celebrity-led e-commerce. But, but more to be able to directly uh, incubate and create a bunch of uh, celebrity and create a brand. And that's where we got into a whole joint venture with Collective Artist Network, which uh, clearly is India's largest talent network and, and pop, pop marketplace, uh, to call this whole GV called the Glance Collective. And this Glance Collective is going to be our joint effort a JV where where we're going to work with almost a hundred creators and celebrities, top-notch celebrities, top-notch creators, to actually uh, create these brands all together, which they can be calling their own. So it's going to be their own brands. It's going to be uh, an overall effort for us to create a house of brands in a very different model altogether. I don't think this has happened elsewhere in the world. Uh, maybe in China, but even there, I'm not sure. But I would say it's the first time when two large entities of this sort, you know, two large engines of this sort, have come together. On one side, it is Glance and Reposo, which is which are huge on scale, uh, distribution, content, and 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 commerce, which we all know. And on the other side, it is Collective, which is absolutely top notch in its access and depth on the creator and celebrity side. So that combination, that that multiplication in my effort has, has not happened anywhere. And, and we really strongly feel that this can be a very interesting model altogether where we can then uh, work with a bunch of, uh, create actually top-notch brands overall. So that's that's the that's the piece where I think it is, frankly, for, for me and for, for Naveen and I, uh, and for Vijay and Mansi and all of us, it just feels like a game changer where suddenly we look at celebrities, not just as uh, the classical people who endorse brands, but, but, but entrepreneurs who want, to, who want to have a pie of their own business, who want uh, some sort of long-term uh, value creation overall, and they can then put their, put their authenticity behind this. This is not about them utilizing any brand out there but creating a brand that is more closer to their identity, their personality, and, and then being able to own it and, and promote it and really sort of use their use their authenticity to drive scale overall. So, so that's where this whole thing comes in and, and very excited overall to do this uh, in a big way, where it is not just about one or two or three celebrities uh, like a Ritek or a Virat who, who will do this anymore, but maybe a hundred such celebrities and creators uh, who can actually leverage our house of brands platform and create these businesses for themselves. So that's the high level view I want to give, uh, but, but super excited and uh, very ambitiously looking at this whole play altogether. Okay, uh, briefly, uh, just to get this question out of the way, basically, uh, how is the JV to be uh, structured? Yeah, I can, I can share and, and maybe Jay can add. Uh, Glance will uh, hold a majority in this JV structure, uh, Hari. Uh, we are, we are going to announce the specifics in due course, uh, but, but a big focus of our funds will go into the JV uh, and, and uh, then both Glance and Collective are going to jointly 
run this and operate this. Maybe if you can kind of take me through how this will all come together. I mean, the, the celebrity, the brands, uh, the associated businesses and how, how it will come together on the glance uh, in mobile platforms. I can, uh, I can yeah. take that, uh, uh, Hari. So I think, Hari, the way the JV is looking uh, to work with the creators, we are looking to work with these creators and celebrities in the entire end-to-end life cycle uh, of creation of a brand. So right from uh, creating a brand and the, uh, the creation of the brand is very important because we want the brand to, uh, to share the identity of the creator. So we want the brand to uh, be authentic and for the creator to reflect uh, the personality, uh, his or her own personality in the brand. So we will be working with these creators in uh, creating the entire brand uh, and also then to provide the entire backend infrastructure required right from manufacturing to supply chain, uh, etc. So that is something that uh, the GV will be uh, providing uh, the, uh, the creators and the celebrities and also providing the entire distribution platform in the form of Glance and Reposo. Given that Glance and Reposo today, uh, we have huge scale when it comes to the commerce stack. So we will be uh, providing the creator, uh, the entire commerce platform to distribute, to launch and scale these brands. So uh, that's how the JV will work end-to-end uh, along with the creators to uh, to launch and scale these brands. The specific names uh, we will be announcing shortly. I think you'll, you'll hear from us uh, in the next few weeks itself where we'll be announcing the first few brands which will uh, which will go out. But uh, And I think Vijay can add more. But we are looking at right from uh, the top Bollywood celebrities uh, uh, to uh, leading digital influencers in their own spheres, whether it is an entertainment influencer to a food influencer, etc. So we are looking at the entire spectrum, uh, and uh, we have already started working with both the top Bollywood celebrities to these influencers, uh, and we'll be making some announcements shortly. Vijay, if you would like to add to uh, this, the creative profile that we're looking. At. Yeah, I think from a creative profile, uh, I we'll be looking at uh, any and everyone who has a very very strong circle of influence in their particular. Uh, target demographic, right? So this could be like Mansi and Kiyush mentioned. This could be a this could be a Bollywood celebrity. This could be a great, you know, comedian. This could be a great home chef. This could be a great fitness influencer. I think just to recap uh, what Kiyush said and how this comes together is you take somebody with uh, a reasonable, sizable, uh, already existing business or or stardom, fame, stroke influence. You sit and it's very clearly an IP company when you're capturing the value of all these great personalities and you're building scalable, you're building a scalable business on top of them, the manifestation of which being a consumer product. Uh, so this has happened uh, previously. It's not like it's not happened. You have examples of celebrity brands, but I think the fundamental difference between this JV and and, and any other thing out there and which why, you know, Piyush and all of us keep talking about it to be the first of its kind initiative because the sole purpose and the business of this brand is to create a hundred influencer brand. So unlike other uh, retailer marketplaces who tie up with individual celebrities, you know, where they have over a hundred brands and probably four or five celebrity brands uh, and uh, and the consequences of those are not an, a direct impact on the overall business. In our case, in this specific joint venture, our only business is to build scalable influencer brands. So very, very clearly, that is the differentiation between a big e-commerce player doing a private line, uh, which is examples of which are already in public domain, 
vis-a-vis what we are trying to create, right? We are trying to create about a hundred power brands uh, of influencer companies. From the uh, tech platform uh, point of view, uh, can you give us a sense of how uh, uh, these celebrities, uh, their messages, uh, uh, whatever campaigns around their brands, how will it all surface on the glance uh, real estate? Sure. Uh, so I think in terms of uh, a on glance and Raposa Bothari, we have integrated the entire Shopping One Commerce stack, which enables. Let's say on one hand we have you know all the brands uh, which are which are integrated, and on the other side we have the talent who can pick up any product uh, and showcase. But the way from a consumer, the the way they are going to see this will be in the form of live commerce and uh, creative video commerce. And uh, we believe that both live as well as creative video commerce is something which is you know at the cusp of uh, disrupting the entire shopping uh, ecosystem, not just in India but across Asia and uh, globally. So that's how it will surface, and I think the idea here is that the creator and the seller themselves can actually go live on Glance and Raposo to talk about their own brand because this is not just endorsing any other product. This is actually for a creator to come to the Glance platform and go live talking about their own brand, launching their own brand. So they will bring their heart and soul into this entire experience because they want uh, the entire experience to reflect who they are. And that's where we believe that that will create magic for consumers. And with the uh, Shop 101 e-commerce stack that you now have, uh, what is the thinking on how you will help the uh, celebrities in terms of uh, uh, manufacturing, uh, distributing the products and so on? So Shop 101 actually helps us uh, right now the entire Shop 101 stack. A, it, uh, we have integrated it uh, in our overall Glance and Raposo to, uh, to launch the commerce marketplace. And now this commerce marketplace is not restricted to only uh, you know the the brands which will be which we will launch with uh, with these creators, but any brand out there, any any B two C brand out there can now come and integrate, can now and come and integrate on our platform, and the creators on Reposo can pick up any product from these brands uh, to integrate in their content. So that is one area where Shop One One helps us because they have the entire merchant and the creator platforms ready. So it's literally plug and play uh, for us. Now, now where the, the entire Shop One also helps in the Glance Collective is, they have, uh, the Shop One has great uh, relationships and they already have, uh, you know, they already have the entire backend uh, sourcing into place where they work with suppliers and they work with manufacturers across category today. Uh, so that uh, to, to source products, and we will be tapping into those uh, that entire backend to also source products for the brands that we are creating. So we will be leveraging both their backend infrastructure uh, and also the merchant and the uh, creator stack, which we have integrated on Glance and Commerce, uh, Glance and Repos. And will this uh, joint venture also look to raise uh, money? Uh, so Hari, I would say uh, not uh, not plan that at all. I think. We are going to utilize uh, our glance investments and, um, and and of course collectives investments to do so. At this juncture, we're not yet planning to raise funds separately for this uh, for this GV. Okay, and uh, what are the kind of customer segments that you would like to uh, start with to focus on? To start off with, we are focusing on the entire lifestyle and home category. 
where uh, the few the first few brands that you will uh, hear the announcement soon will be across apparel beauty home products etc but we don't want to restrict ourselves uh, the the brand creation we don't want to restrict only to the lifestyle category uh, because we believe that you know the talent out there is from entertainment to food to health etc and wherever the talent exists there is a potential to create a uh, to create product there so whether it is uh, you know creating gym equipments with the health and fitness uh, uh, talent or to create a, a, a cookware a range of products with a food, home food chef so we will be actually looking at all the categories but to start off with the first few brands that you hear will be uh, in the lifestyle category Okay. Uh, one last question. Uh, uh, Shop One Hundred One brought you uh, a full e-commerce stack. Uh, now this JV is bringing another significant uh, way of expanding uh, the commerce going forward. So, uh, in that context, uh, any further acquisitions or areas that you would like to kind of uh, uh, plug where you feel uh, you either need the technology or some other kind of component that would complement what you're building? Yeah. See, we've already for any such creator or celebrity, the scale part we have to glance in the puzzle. The entire uh, live commerce and e-commerce supply chain stack is shop one one, and this partnership GV correctly uh, allows us to go deep with the authentic creators and, and and celebrities. The the one other angle which I think we will definitely look at closely is. how do we make this uh if there are 100 such brands across the country what is the right way to algorithm match this with the right users you know what will you like versus me and that whole ai first effort is where we will make a, a lot more investments uh so we'll see how that goes but really going deep on uh ai for fashion ai for retail Uh, in general, on anything that allows us to match this well. Just to complete your thought, yeah. I think the areas of investment we are definitely looking at is how do we integrate a lot of the AI-led innovation which is happening in the in the shopping space in creating very differentiated experiences for consumer. How do we? Uh, so those are the areas where we can look at potential uh, inorganic uh, play into going forward. Okay, excellent. All right. Thank you again. Thanks, thanks everyone. That was Piyush Shah, Mansi Jain, and Vijay Subramanyam. That's it for this briefing. You can find all our podcasts at ForbesIndia.com and on your favorite podcast apps. I'm Hari Arakli. Thank you for listening.